Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. Paul said, I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather into the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. Many of the brethren of the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. What is Paul referring to when he said, the things which happened unto me? What things? What things would attempt to steal Paul's joy and confidence in God? Two times in the next two verses, Paul gives us the answer, my bonds. Now, think about the greatest difficulty you are facing in your life and compare it with being chained to a Roman soldier in prison. What is worse, friends not liking you or maybe being handcuffed in jail? What is worse, being laughed at because you're a Christian or wondering if you will ever be free again? Most of us, including Paul, cannot change our difficult circumstances, but we can change our attitudes about our difficulties by keeping a proper focus. Paul faced difficulties with a God confidence that enabled him to trust God with a joyful heart, no matter how hard it got. Do you trust God with everything? I mean, yes, everything in your life. I am sure I can pray for all of us. Lord, increase our faith. The Bible talks about the furtherance of the gospel was not only Paul's goal, but it was Paul's comfort as well. The difficulties he faced as a preacher and a prisoner not only enabled uh, the gospel to be preached in some very unique places, but encouraged timid believers to share Christ with a holy boldness. The word furtherance has the meaning of progress or advancement. The gospel is no good to anyone if it is kept in a secret box under lock and key. Do you remember the second verse of the little kid's Sunday school song, Hide It Under a Bushel? No, I'm going to let it shine. Remember Romans uh, 10, 13 through 14? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a wonderful promise. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? According to what we just read, how could the furtherance of the gospel be hindered? The obvious answer is not enough preachers, or could we say not enough gospel proclaimers? Do you personally do anything to further the gospel? But I would you should understand. In other words, Paul was saying, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I want you to know the facts, not only of what God is doing, but why he is doing it. Nothing causes more heartache and confusion than rumors and gossip. When you hear the phrase, well, in my opinion, get ready for some advice not supported by study, not based on research, and often not founded on biblical principles. The 1960s host hosted a detective show with a character named Sergeant Friday, who was famous for asking for just the facts and nothing more. Paul wanted his readers to understand just the facts, just the facts. Paul did not want anyone to feel sorry for him. Paul was not looking for pity. Paul could see the hand of God in his prison sentence and wanted his friends in Philippi to see the same. Paul refused to focus on himself, but focused on God and the gospel. That is a great, great example to follow. When Paul wrote, my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all the places, he was kind of sharing a praise from an earlier prayer request to the Roman church that by some means 
if it is the will of God, he wanted to preach in Rome. Obviously, he did not know his preaching would be done from a prison rather than a pulpit. But Paul accepted what was thrown his way without complaint. It's amazing to see how God uses difficulties to get through doors otherwise shut to outsiders. Accidents and physical problems put us in rehabs and hospitals next to needy souls. God used Paul's chains to get the gospel into the high political offices in Rome. If you closely examine your life, you will see some unusual or even unique ways you have inadvertently met someone who needed Christ. God is not a God of coincidence. He knows how to orchestrate every note for a beautiful song of praise. Now, many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some people fear heights. Others fear spiders. Many fear speaking in public. Sadly, most fear sharing Jesus Christ with unbelievers. Paul was excited that because of his imprisonment, many of the believers who knew that he was in prison gained confidence and began to be bold in sharing Christ with others. Their fear disappeared. Are you afraid to witness to your friends? You see, Paul's gracious acceptance of his imprisonment put boldness and confidence into the hearts of his young comforts. If Paul can do it, so can I. Seemed to be a motivating battle cry. Paul's joyful acceptance of jail time helped many to gain confidence and to boldly speak the gospel without fear. I love the phrase waxing confident. We wax confident when we encourage others. We wax confident when we calm a troubled soul with encouragement or encouraging them to do right. We live in a world that is saturated with temptation. Evil is present behind doors number one, number two, and number three. Our electronic world has made it easy to sin and hard to do right. So what can we do? What did Paul do? Give up? No. Give in? No. Paul encouraged, motivated, and persuaded many by simply doing right, regardless of the consequences, even prison. No fear. Fear is a deceiving crippler. We must realize that fear does not come from God. We cannot blame it on personality or background or shyness or disposition. I like the way Paul encouraged Timothy, who, like many of us, struggled with fear. Listen to this paraphrase of a portion of Paul's personal letter to Timothy. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I am in prison for him. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. Now, right now, think of three individuals who need Christ. Get their names and faces in your mind. Now, pray specifically for each one. And as you pray, pray that God will give you the boldness to share the truth with them without fear. Lord, we want to encourage others. Help us to accept the difficulties that we face. You've allowed them into our lives, so help us to use them uh, to persuade and motivate others to boldly live with you and for you without fear. Hey, our time's up for today, but I hope you enjoyed the meditation. Today's the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really, really good and fearless day.